Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast, Every Relationship Begins With You. I am Heather Carter. I am the CEO, founder of Relationship Rescue, and I am so proud, first of all, to tell you that we are on, I am on episode 99 today. 99? What? Oh my gosh. So um, I started my podcast on March 17th. Uh, 2020. Yeah, like the dreaded C word was just starting. <laughs> I can't believe it's been this long and I can't believe it's been going and, and I just love all of you guys and I thank you for tuning in and listening and I hope you find value in everything I put out there for you because all I want to do, all I want to do is help you. That's it. Because I know most people are living the lives that they do not deserve to be living. And I see it over and over again, obviously within my clients, but and but with all the direct messages I get, with all the emails I get, with all of the responses I get to thanking me and and you know and seeking help and and all of these it's just it's incredible how we don't understand that we are not our thoughts, that we are not these beliefs, that we are not who we are programmed to be, and that our true identity, who we really are, <clears throat> has been taken from us, right? And it's and until you allow yourself to find who you really are, authentically, and connect to that, you know very wise advocate that lives within you, you will continue to be led by the ego. And when you're led by the ego, you're being led down the wrong paths, the wrong journeys. Why? Because it's got, the ego creates these thoughts that come from the beliefs and creates the emotions that create the choices that you make. And most of the time, these choices are coming from the inner child, not the adult. So, um, you know, in my last podcast, we talked a lot about these automatic negative thoughts and these, you know, these um, deceptive brain messages and, and you know, um, so there's, there's five things that you deserved to receive in childhood and that you deserve to receive in your relationships, your romantic relationships now, right? But most likely you didn't receive them if you find if you're finding yourself in conflict um eternally internally and externally a lot of the times and when these five needs are not received and met you then self-abandon and you become the people pleaser the rescuer or the victim too, right? So let's let's look at them. So first of all, attention. So you deserved attention when you were a child, but what's what what's the opposite? Of that? What did you most likely experience? You were ignored, not listened to. Your caregivers were unavailable, or not willing to hear and see the truth. What does that mean? That that they ignore everybody ignores the alcoholic. Um, parent. Everybody ignores 
the drug addict. Everybody ignores the fighting. Everybody ignores the mom or the dad that's abusive to the either the children or to the spouse. And what does that do? That you know, you're getting no attention. And when they're not willing to hear or see the truth, again, that's about ignoring what's actually going on. And that creates a lot of toxic shame within the family. You're basically holding on to a secret. Nobody is supposed to tell anybody in the outside world. Number two is acceptance. So if you weren't accepted in childhood by your caregiver, it means you were shamed or um, or otherwise made to believe that you had to conform to what they wanted you to be. You were not loved for who you are or want to be. You were loved only if you conformed to what they wanted you to be. So uh, let's see, think of it like this. Um, you're a great artist. You were a great artist or you were great at something that you loved doing. But your parent or caregiver never paid attention to that. All they cared about was you getting good grades. So they never showed up to your soccer matches. They never showed up to a football game. They never showed up to an art show. They never showed up to the um, the, the debate uh, team, um, whatever, that you know, I don't even know what they call those, the debates, <laughs> right? But they didn't do that. All they cared about was a report card. <clears throat> and if you met what they expected there, you got praise. But what did that teach you? That you only got attention and acceptance when what? When you were doing what they wanted you to do. So you're already learning self-abandonment, right? So you're so you're made to believe that you have to conform to whatever everybody else wants. Affection. You should have gotten affection. But you had parents that either put themselves first or were abusive. They withheld love and comforting gestures, right? They, they didn't show you the love that you deserved. Um... And everything was about them, you know. So if you had the narcissistic parent, ooh, you're, you know, you're learning a lot of, you're learning a lot of again self abandonment, right? So and if they're abusive, you know, and you're not getting accepted or attention, and you're getting abused, the the messages that your brain gives you, um, based on beliefs that you're not good enough, who you are is not okay, you're unlovable. You're unloved are basically, you know what? Yeah, you'll never be loved. You're not good enough. Oh, you need to do this if you want that. And you know what? Yeah, it's your fault. You're never going to be perfect. All these things, right? So and then there's um, four is appreciation. So instead of being appreciated by your caregivers, what what were you? You were um, criticized, right? Criticized. Your inner critic, that voice inside your head telling you all the time, oh, you should have done it better. You're not good enough. Oh, you know what? You'll never get that promotion. You know what? She doesn't love you. He doesn't love you. Don't try out for that. Don't do that because you're blah, blah, blah. Yep. There was no appreciation for you. Instead, criticized. No appreciation for the gifts that you had or have. So what do you do? So this is where the shadow self comes in, right? This is where then you start suppressing your, your fun side, your gregarious side, your artistic side, whatever it is. Why? Because that side is not accepted or appreciated. So then what you do is you suppress it 
and to become what they want you to become. And then later on, you become a lot of the times attracted to somebody that is that shadow self of you, that shadow side. And then there's also the other part of the shadow side that I'll get into um, in one of the next podcasts. But that when we repress that part of us, we can't breathe. Our identity slowly is eaten, eaten, eaten away. Right? So um, criticism without affection and no acceptance and no attention basically deflates and demoralizes you. And you have no ability to figure out what you want, what you want to do, who you want to be, because you have no sense of self. Okay, then number five is allowing. So what that means is instead of allowing you to be who you are and stuff, your parents or or caregivers controlled or manipulated you. They were demanding. So that means it's not safe to be yourself and express all that you feel, right? So in appreciation, there's no encouragement. There's no gratitude for who you are or as you are. With affection, there's no physical comforting. All of these things, okay, are in essence genuine needs that we have, every human being has, that is the basis of secure, healthy relationships, And when we do not receive this in childhood, we have in, you know, what are called insecure attachment styles. And what then happens is um, we are, we begin to um, minimize and devalue ourselves, right? So when you're lacking these things, you know, have knowing how to meet these needs, then, and you're not meeting them at all, guess what you do? You go look to somebody else to meet them. Now, what, what do you want in every relationship, especially your rom- in your romantic relationships? Well, you want to be, you want to have attention, acceptance, affection, appreciation, and be allowed to be you, right? So, um, but here's the thing I read, um, God, what was his name as psychologist? And I've read in other places also, I can't remember his name, but that you should only expect to have approximately 25% of your needs met by any one person. And that's most, especially in the romantic relationships. So then what does that mean? What does that mean okay that means then the goal in life is not to seek validation or acceptance from others but here's the key to cultivate your own sense of worth and value from within that means this you have to learn how to provide yourself okay with allowing accepting affection appreciation and attention So when you're dealing with obstacles and you're learning how to respond constructively to the problems, to the setbacks, what does it do? Well, it allows you to grow 
and learn, learn basically healthy ways of caring for yourself. It teaches you how to um, to uh, create a balanced approach to life, right? And you and and you don't deprive yourself, right? So it's not easy to do this when you've spent most of your life agreeing with all your automatic negative thoughts. Okay. Um, you have to remind yourself what you deserve in life. And the more you allow yourself to believe you can care for yourself in healthy ways, the easier it is to dismiss the automatic negative thoughts. And guess what else? It, it's easier than to be in relationships, in your romantic relationships, because your partner should meet your needs. But if and but remember, they can't. No one person can meet all of them, nor should they. It's it's you you're setting yourself up for an unmet expectation. What have I talked about so many times in the past? What is suffering? Suffering is an unmet expectation. Learn to meet your needs. Allow yourself to be you. If you don't know who you are, figure it out, right? Appreciate who you are. Show yourself affection. Give yourself attention and accept you wherever you're standing. Okay? And, and when you can do that, and you love yourself in that way, which is just extraordinary... Then, you know what? You can love others genuinely, wholly, truly, and they will love you back that way. See, it's when we self-abandon and don't love ourselves that when we're when we're looking to other somebody else to fill all our voids and all which are those needs that were not met in childhood, that is when we become needy, clingy, dismissive, avoid, detach, when become anxious, preoccupied, when we, we become codependent and we find every narcissist parasite out there, right? So I want you to really understand that you need to value yourself and love you for who you are, okay? And until you do that, you're going to stay stuck. Because you did not learn how to form secure bonds. Instead, you learned how to basically abandon yourself and, and create um, very insecure bonds, right? The, the insecure attachment style, all based on what somebody else is telling you and how they're not meeting your needs from the people that should have met them, right? So these belief systems, this core limiting beliefs, all of the deceptive brain messages, the automatic negative thoughts are generated biology, bio, biologically and through the events in your childhood, okay? And you need to start to see yourself right through um through that a, a new screen of thoughts stop mistaking those thoughts that you have for reality because we get so caught up in this endless thought stream that reality basically flows by unnoticed 
you know, what do we do? We spend our time engrossed in activities, caught up in, you know, uh, the external uh, um, pursuit of pleasure and gratification and the eternal, what, flight from pain and unpleasantness. But we, we basically spend all of our energies trying to make ourselves feel better, trying to bury our fears, trying to endlessly seek security with by with someone else. Basically, we spend a very considerable amount of time, what, engrossed in following our automatic negative thoughts. Until we begin to see these thoughts based on those beliefs for what they are, You will never value yourself, your needs, and what you're feeling. And if you do not value those things, you don't value yourself, you don't value life, and you cannot possibly be in a healthy relationship. Are you ready to stop this insanity? I want you to be ready. I want you to say no more. I do. It's very difficult to do this on your own. It just is. And also, when I'm working with clients, they have to, it's a repetition. You did not. You have to. It doesn't. You didn't get here overnight, right? So to stop these automatic negative thoughts and, and, and to change the beliefs, there's a lot of digging we have to do. And then there's a lot of repetitive behaviors that you have to do to change it and things. And to do it without some guidance, some form of a guidance system, of a reminder of keeping you present, you, it's nearly impossible. And people stay stuck. And then they come to me in their late 50s, 60s, and... And, and and there's still time for happiness, right? Because I've helped many plethora of people find it. Find finally the peace, joy, and happiness that they learn they deserve in their late 40s, 50s, 60s. It's never too late. That's the greatest news. The only day it's too late is the day you die, <laughs> right? <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the only day it's too late, the day you die. And you honestly don't know when that day is going to be. Truly. You have no idea. And remember, if you don't know who I am and what I come from, the one thing that I know is death comes whenever it comes. And it is not, you're not promised tomorrow. You are not promised that you're going to make it to the end of this day. I'm just going to remind you. My mother went to the grocery store at 1 o'clock in the afternoon to pick up buns for a New Year's Eve party, had an eight-month-old baby, a three-year-old, and a seven-year-old, and she never came home. Ever. Never. She died on the way to the grocery store to pick up the buns. Do you think she thought she was going to say goodbye to her three children, that she promised she would be home in, you know, an hour and never return to them? No, she thought she was going to pick up buns for a New Year's Eve party for her you know, all of their friends, my parents' friends and family. But instead she died. You are not promised. She was 26 years old. You are not promised till the end of the day. So don't think you are. And that is not meant to be morbid. It's not meant to be depressing. It's meant to say, when are you going to stop the insanity? When are you going to love yourself enough to stop self-abandoning? If you're ready, click the link in the show notes. Set up a free call. 
get off of this the train that says you are not worthy you are not enough that you are all of these things that you're not learn self-love because until you learn to get in touch with your wise advocate with the inner guide within you and learn to love yourself nothing in life is going to be what it should be which is magnificent amazing better than you can imagine i'm sending you so much peace love joy happiness bye bye